Welcome to the Help Club for Moms podcast. Each week we offer biblical encouragement and practical ideas to help you know the love of Jesus Christ more deeply and become the woman, wife, and mother you were created to be. We're so glad you're here. It's going to be a great day. Good morning, everyone. My name is Deb, and I'm so excited to be here with you guys today. I've got a very important topic to talk to you about, and it's how to find time with God as a busy mom. And guys, I had no idea. (laughs) So I raised my kids. I was a busy mom. And then I, you know, they grew up, became an empty nester. And I seriously forgot how busy you guys are. (laughs) And then my kids went on a mission trip to Egypt and uh, we kept the grandbabies that are three and one while my kids were gone. And I began to remember what it's like to be a busy mom and try to find time to spend time with the Lord. And I'm telling you guys, I always tell my friends that um, my grandkids are the best thing that's ever happened to Help Club for Moms because I will never forget how hard it is to be a busy mom (laughs) and to find time with the Lord or find time to try to get a workout in or, or work done or whatever it is. It is so crazy and so busy. And so I have lots to talk about today. And it was just some of the things that God brought me back to as a young mom while we had our grandkids. And so anyway, so (laughs) I have lots to talk about and it's going to be really, really great. So as you're coming on, I want you to say hello. And then I want to hear, um, how do you find time as a busy mom? Let's all exchange ideas here. Or if you have a prayer request, leave us a prayer request. We really, really love to pray for each other here at Help Club. And I'm telling you guys, prayer changes things. Don't ever give up on prayer. Don't ever give up on the Lord and just know that he hears your prayers. They don't hit the ceiling. And so he will help you. So if you have a prayer request, leave your prayer request. And then if you have an idea on how to, how do you get it all in? How do you spend time with God as a busy mom? Okay. So that's what I want to hear from you today. But as I'm waiting for everyone to come on, I'm going to open us up in prayer and then I have some announcements and then I have, hi, Jennifer. Good to see you. I have some announcements and, uh, and then we'll get started. Hi, Allie. Good to see you. Okay. So Jesus, thank you that you are with us. Thank you, God, that you are with us. You love us. You help us. We are never, ever alone, no matter what our thoughts tell us we're never alone. And we know that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens me, strengthens us, and uh, that you're going to help us find time to spend with you. You're going to help us to find time to clean the kitchen. You're going to help us to have time to work. You're going to help us to find time to spend time with the kids and to cook and to read bedtime stories. Whatever it is that we need, God, you have the answer. You have every single thing that we need. And so, uh, Lord, we're just so grateful that we're never, ever alone. Come Holy Spirit into this time and uh, speak to our hearts today. Help everyone who's listening today, either by the podcast or watching the video or the recorded video, uh, let every person uh, take away something that they can remember for the rest of their lives. In Jesus name, amen. Okay. Hi, Nikki. Good to see you. Okay, so I have a little story to tell you. Uh, It's really interesting, but um, so my kids got back from Egypt 
And then, hi, Susan, good to see you. My kids got back from Egypt and they were exhausted and it was a grueling trip. It was a mission trip that they went on. It was awesome. And uh, they got back and then my daughter got the stomach flu and then my son-in-law has been sick. And then the kids, while my kids, while my kids were gone to Egypt, I got sick. I'm still getting over it. My daughter, my granddaughter and I were throwing up on the same night. Uh, I got the stomach flu and I threw up and then I woke up in the morning and I'm like, what is that smell? And she threw up all over her bed. <laughs> and, uh, and I was like, I am so sick. I'm so tired. I mean, I'm telling you guys, this was the best thing that could have ever happened to me for help club because I have a renewed vigor, a renewed, uh, perspective on what you guys are going through. And so I pray that your moms, <laughs> that they will always remember uh, that, um, <laughs> that, that what it's like to be a young mom. And you know what? You probably just need to give your kids to your mom for a couple of days if she'll take them <laughs> and uh, just so she can remember what it's like. But it's really good. Um, it's really good to remember. Oh, and Allie says they had the stomach flu too. I know it, it, it's been so bad. So many people have had the stomach flu. So I'm, I just, I'm sorry if your family's gone through it because it's a mess. My husband got it. My son got it. Everybody got it. But anyway, so, oh, and before you go on, I want to say hi to my little podcast friends. Hi, podcast friends. I know you're not able to see my my face, but I love you and I pray for you and God is outside of time. And so if you have prayer requests, you send us a prayer request and uh, it's, or, or just you listening, whatever it is, he's outside of time. You don't have to be on the live recording to get the same blessings. Okay. And if you have a prayer request, if you're watching the recorded video, before I forget, you can leave it in the comments, or if you're on the podcast, you can uh, email us at admin at helpclubformoms.com. All right. So hi, Ismail. Oh, oh Okay. <laughs> there is no God, but one. Yes. There's just one Jesus and God. And, um, yeah. So, all right. So anyway, so let's get going and I'm going to make some announcements. So guys, we have got an amazing retreat coming, coming your way. And it is June the 11th. And, um, oh my goodness, you guys, uh, <laughs> And uh, it's going to be so good. And what we're going to do is we're going to be meeting in Colorado. It's amazing. And um, what we are doing, it's an encounter retreat, you guys, which means that you're going to come here and we are praying for you to encounter the Lord. And it's going to be amazing. And it's all about overcoming with Jesus, overcoming through Christ. And that's what we do as Christians. We overcome through Jesus Christ. And so guys, that's what we're going to be doing. That's what we're going to be talking about. And you're going to fly into either Denver, Colorado or Colorado Springs. And you'll want to get a rental car because the retreat center is called the hideaway. And it is, um, it's out a little bit away from civilization. So you need a car. Okay, guys, you're going to need a car. Rental cars are not that expensive here. And uh, you can get a rental car, but the hotel is super cheap. And so just check out that link that uh, Help Club UK just, just shared. So be sure to, uh, to check out the retreat. The retreat itself is super cheap. It's $69. And if you want to room with someone, you could room with someone in a room, three people in a room. And uh, it's only like, 
I don't know, like $35 a night per person. And so if you want to have a roommate and if not, then the room by itself is $109. And uh, we have very limited space. You guys, we have under 50 people. We keep our retreats small for now. And uh, so if you want to come to our retreat, you better get your retreat ticket soon because it fills up super fast. But if you're in another part of the world, please know that you can uh, join our virtual retreat. We will have a virtual retreat as well. And that's usually $14.99. You can join us for all the sessions. They will be recorded. Okay. So if you're in another country and you want to join us, you can totally do that. Okay. So then the next thing I wanted to, oh, uh, by the way, and if you're coming from out of state, you get to have a special dinner with me and my team on Friday night. And uh, we pray for the retreat that night. We worship. It's a beautiful night with our team. And so if you want to gather with our team, make sure you get your ticket. But we do that specially for our out-of-town moms, uh, just for traveling here and everything that you do to even get here. So you have a special dinner on Friday night. Okay. Then before I go any further, I want to remind you guys that we have a devotional podcast. We have a devotional podcast and uh, the devotional podcast, you can find it on all of your podcast providers and um, and the uh, devotional podcast reads all of our devotions. So we are going through this book right here, The Wise Woman Grows Book. It's phenomenal. This is what we're doing. You can still grab it on Amazon. You still have plenty of time. Uh, we don't even finish this book till the end of April. And so it's only $14.99. And every dollar that uh, we that you that you spend buying our books or donated to our ministry, every single dollar goes to helping moms. We're all volunteers at Help Club. Nobody gets paid. And so we use every one of our book sales and our donations to help moms around the world. So we're going through this book. And right now we are on Lent week two. We, we believe in going through Lent and we're not liturgical. We're not Catholic or anything like that, but, um, we, we are, uh, we believe in remembering Jesus during Lent and Lent is the 40 days that goes up to Easter. And we're doing this part called walking with John, walking with John. And what we're doing is we're going through the book of John and it is 21 chapters and you're reading a chapter a day and, I, and there's 40 days during Lent. So there's plenty of catch up time, but you'll read a chapter a day during Lent. And there's a little devotion for the 21 chapters of John in here. So just so you know, that's what we're doing. Uh, if you if you can't afford to buy a copy of the book, you can also go to the Version Bible app. And this is called Walking with John and it's on the Version Bible app. Okay, so you can follow us along with there. We have a lot of uh, content on the Version Bible app. That's amazing. Okay, and uh, we're on week two. And I want to call your attention to some of the mom tips. Now, guys, do you remember that in our books, we have, um, we have mom tips. And mom tips are phenomenal. And the way that the mom tips came about was... I was drowning as a busy mom when my kids were little and I would go everywhere I could read all the books I could. This was before the internet. And I would write down all the ideas that God gave to me from these books, from the Holy Spirit. Whenever I'd spend time with Jesus, whenever I'd spend time with him, he'd give me ideas. I'd write them in my journal. And um, a lot of these are those. And then our team who are all young savvy moms that are more, you know, today's moms, they wrote a bunch of mom tips too. And so these mom tips are phenomenal, but what they do is they help you to have a Christ centered home. That's what they do. Okay. So let me go through one that's on page 84 and there's two of them that I really think are so good. And I did both of these uh, mom tips and they really helped a lot. 
The first one is, and I know this might sound a little old school, but your husbands will love it. Okay. Now, if you're a working mom, you'll have to figure it out. God will tell you what to do if this is even a tip that's doable for you. If your husband gets home before you or if he works from home, but you know, you could just still run in and give him a hug, right? Whenever you get home from work, but listen to this, it says happily greet your husband as he walks in the door from work every day this week, give him a few minutes to collect his thoughts and leave the workday behind before asking him to help you with the house or the children. And when my kids were growing up, what we did was we would go to the door and my husband would get home and I'm not lying to you. It was awesome. It was like, we would go daddy, 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 daddy. Every, and you know, I remember reading with my mentor through books. Her name was Emily Barnes. I highly recommend all of her books. And, uh, she said, you know what, if you're diapering that baby, you put a diaper, you just wrap a diaper around that baby's bottom and you go to the door to welcome your husband home because your husband could have gone anywhere else. He could have gone bowling. He could have gone to a bar. He could have gone anywhere else, but he chose to come home. Right. And so go to the door and welcome him and let your children see you respecting their dad. And if you are working and if you come home later than your husband, Go in and just give your husband a big hug and a kiss and tell him you're so happy to see him when you walk in the door. You know what that does, guys, is it conveys respect to your children. You want your children to respect their dad. You absolutely do. And so by you showing affection to your husband in front of them or, or showing the fact that you're excited that dad is home and you're not excited just to get him to go to work for you, right? You're not excited just to hand him off the kids. You're excited because he is home and he matters to you. So I'm telling you guys, if you invest in showing respect to your husband in front of the children, that's going to bless you a thousand fold. Okay. I promise you. And then the other one I want to show you is at the bottom and this one's phenomenal. And it says, know what's for dinner by 9am. All right, guys, I'm telling you that'll change your life. And I made a copy at, okay. So when you buy our books, you have access to my help club for moms and it's phenomenal. And it's just a place that we have all of our printables for the book that you purchased uh, that are available. And one of the principles for the wise woman grows book is the weekly plan. And I'm telling you guys, I know most of us use our phones to plan things, but I, there's something very special about paper. Okay. So what I would do is I would write down uh, where, what, what I was going to have for dinner each week. And then on the back, I would make my list as I'm going through my, I would pray and ask the Lord to, I commit my week to the Lord. And then I would, I put my hand on my paper and I'd say, Lord, I commit my week to you. Help me to plan my week and to get a lot done in the power of the Holy Spirit. Help me to enjoy my children. Help me to take care of myself. Help me to spend time with you. Help me to be a good wife and a good mom and have wonderful family time. Help me, Lord, help the atmosphere of my home to be joyful. That's a huge deal. Asking God, I always ask God, bring your angels in this home. Bring your spirit and your presence in this home. Let my kids feel it. Okay. I wanted my kids to feel something when they were in our home. I grew up and my home was not a Christian home. Good morning, Henry. My home was not a Christian home and it felt empty in my home. But my home for my kids growing up, I did whatever I could to ask God to bring his spirit, to bring his presence. I had worship music going on all the time. I prayed like yesterday. So yesterday, so my kids are staying with us and because, uh, so I didn't finish my story. So my kids got back from Egypt 
My daughter got the stomach flu. Their kids got sick. I went over and spent the night with them, took care of them. Then I went to Florida and then everything. I'm, I feel so bad for my kids because their ceiling collapsed in one of their bathrooms from sewer water coming up from upstairs. And I came home from Florida to help care for them because it was, it was horrible, like having sewer water in your home like that. And so they're, they're staying with us, which has been really fun, uh, but it's been crazy, right? And uh, so that's another reason why I wanted to do this video today to talk to you about how to have a quiet time, because I've been trying myself to even figure out how to have a quiet time, because I've been taking the morning shift for the kids so that when the kids get up, my kids can still sleep because they're still catching up from jet lag. And so I've been feeding them breakfast and everything. And it's been tricky for me to find out, find time to have a quiet time, but God's been helping me. And so anyway, so plan your meals. Okay. Know what's for dinner by 9 a.m. Open the freezer and say, okay, we're going to have hamburgers. Pull out the hamburger meat, set it out, whatever you do to defrost it. But just know, plan your menus. I would always plan my, my weeks on Saturday before the following week. I would write it all out. I would write down where I'm going to spend time with God. We're going to talk about that in just a second. I would write down where I'm going to exercise. I would write down where I'm going to spend time with my children. Like if I was going to have one-on-one -on -one dates with my kids, if me and my husband were going to have some special time during the week, I'd write down my dinners. I'd write down obligations and I put it on my fridge. And I'm telling you guys, when you write it down and you pray, it will help you to be more intentional with your life instead of letting life happen to you. Guys, we are not women who let life happen to us. We are women who live on purpose. We live intentional. We live with hope. We live with faith because we have Jesus Christ in us as a Christ follower. He's in you. He will help you. Okay. So these are important. And then before I forget, I wanted to tell you guys about the principles. Don't forget. And my printer ran out of ink this morning, but also at myhelpclubformoms.com, you have these two, this principle called what is Lent for kids. And this helps you to set up a Lent prayer station for your children to where they can set aside some time to spend with the Lord too. Isn't that special? Isn't that sweet to teach your children that they can set aside some time to spend with the Lord? And it's beautiful. Crystal Porter made this, uh, it's purple too, but my, my printer ran out of ink, but it just has the different things that you can put in your little Lent station. It doesn't need to be big, but it's really sweet. So creating a Lent station in your home. So this is the printable for this week. And then also, um, I think that was all. That was it. Okay. Um, okay, that's it. So now let me move on into how to find time for God as a busy mom. Okay. So now let me just tell you a couple of things. Number one, asking God for help. It's just like anything else in your life. This is coming in. Wow, that's coming in on my head here. Uh, just like anything else in your life, asking God for help uh, will make a huge difference. I'm telling you guys, it will make a huge difference if you ask the Lord for help. So ask him for help. And by the way, God knows that you are a busy mom. I'm going to try to get out of the sun here. <laughs> he knows that you're a busy mom. He knows you have children to care for, and he is not going to let you do this on your own when you ask him for help. Okay. He will help you. And he knows what you're doing is so important. You taking care of your children are, is so important. Like I can't even take, I'm going to put Jesus here. I, I like seeing him. This is my favorite picture. Okay. So he knows that you have children to care for. He knows that 
your busy mom. He knows you're working. He knows you're trying to do get it all done. So ask him for help. Ask him for wisdom. Ask him to tell you when he thinks you should spend time with him. Okay. He'll tell you exactly the time and it might vary each day. Uh, he'll tell you what to do. And then remember that your children need time with God as well. It's not just you, your children need it. This morning, I took some of my oil. I love oil. You can get it anywhere. You can get it on the internet. You could even use olive oil, but oil represents the Holy Spirit. I like my oils because they smell good. My grandkids like it. I touch, take a little dab of oil. I put it on their forehead and I pray for them. I pray a blessing on their day. Your kids need your prayers, mama, especially if they're fighting. They need your prayers. And like sibling rivalry, if you're having a lot of contention in your home, if there's stress in your home, if there's hurt in your home, you need to be praying over your kids. And I like using oil. You don't have to use oil. Absolutely don't have to. You can just pray. I like using oil. It just, I like it that my grandkids remember it. They're going to always be like, yeah, my Gigi would put oil on my forehead and pray for me. And I just call down the angels of God on my grandkids. I pray for them that they will be obedient. I pray for them to be peaceful. I pray for them to be joyful. I pray for them to get along. I pray for God to protect them from the enemy. I pray for God to write write his name on their heart, set uh, them apart for his service and grow up to do great things. <laughs> this light is insane in uh, his name. And so this <laughs> light, it's like following me. Um, anyway, I pray over your kids, okay? Pray over them. Your kids need prayer in the morning just as much as you do. You can pray on your way to school. You can pray when they're sitting in their high chairs. You can pray when they get in their car seats, whatever you want to do, okay? Then your children also need Bible reading just like you do. Okay, I'm going to fix this. Hold on a second. It's driving me crazy. I'm sorry, guys. It's a live video, right? <laughs> there we go. All right. I'm glad the sun's out. Perfect. Okay. Your kids need the Bible too. And you know what I found was the kid with my grandkids. I found on the YouVersion Bible app, you guys, the YouVersion Bible app has a kid's one. I don't know if you can see this. It's the yellow one. It has a picture of Jesus. And it is the kids Bible app on you version. There's me and my husband, uh, but uh, it has the kids Bible app. Okay. So it's so cool. And it has all these different stories. So like my granddaughter loves in the beginning, but there's all these stories and they're very interactive. And so here's in the beginning. So tells the story in the beginning God created the heavens and the earth and you can make it do things and it reads the story as well. So it reads it. I don't think I pushed the right button. Play read. I don't think, I think, I don't think it's working right now, but it does work. Let's see. Anyway, it does work. I think I have the wrong settings, but like it does stuff when they touch it. Isn't that cool? I'm telling you, this thing is first class, the kids Bible app. So grab it, let your kids play with it. I have putting my grandkids in their little high chairs in the morning and they, they get to play with the Bible app or they get to watch a show. When my kids were growing up, 
We used media strategically. They didn't just get my phone all the time. Well, we didn't have phones, but they didn't get to turn on the TV all the time. And I still use media strategically. Like when we had our grandkids for two and a half weeks, I got them up. I prayed over them. I gave them some food and I sat in the other room. Uh, if I was finishing up my quiet time, uh, I would sit there and they would watch just a little show. I had a timer set. It was never longer than 20, 30 minutes at the most, but I would read my Bible. And I remember when my kids were growing up, that was a huge deal for me. I would put my daughter in front of Sesame Street and gave her, she loved these frozen pancakes. And I gave her frozen pancakes and I would read my Bible. And it was funny because my daughter was like, oh, mom, this makes me feel so much better. And she did, they use media strategically. They don't leave their kids on media all day. And if you do that, start weaning your children off of it and just use it when you need it. Okay. When it, guys, why not? Why not use media strategically when it will bless you? Okay. So that's an, that's an easy way to do it. But another thing I want to tell you guys is lower your expectations. And you might have had this amazing quiet time schedule before you had children and you just had these amazing times with God. But guys, now's not the time. I love this scripture. <laughs> it's Proverbs 14, 4. Where no oxen are, the manger is clean, but much increase comes by the strength of the ox. And guys, where there are no kids, the house is quiet. You can get a long Bible study done. The house stays clean. The house is messy. Wait, sorry. Where there are no kids, you can have a long, quiet time. The house is quiet. Your decorations look pretty, but there's no kids, right? It's okay. Your house doesn't have to be house beautiful right now. Your quiet times don't have to be perfect. And by asking God for the perfect time, whatever it is that he has for you, that will be a blessing. So for me personally, God told me to get up earlier. And so I would get up 15 to 30 minutes earlier than my kids. And oh man, it was so hard because sometimes they would wake up. And if they wake up, then what you do is you take this printable that's at myhelpclipformoms.com and it's called Creating a Quiet Time Basket. And it's wonderful. And it tells you different things to put in the quiet time basket. And you can also have the YouVersion Bible app be part of that, but only let them play with this basket when you are having your quiet time. Special toys only for use whenever you're having your quiet time. Okay. But it needs to be special. It needs to be set apart. Before I forget, can you guys share the video with your friends? I forgot to ask you. Share the video with your friends. Tag some of your friends in the video, whatever you want to do. But um, share it with your friends because I bet you 10 bucks if you have a young mom friend, she might be like you or like me trying to find time to have with God. And this will bless them. I'm praying it will bless them. Okay. So start off with a uh, you know, make a quiet time basket in case they get up whenever you get up early. That's a hard thing, but try not to let it make you grouchy. And guys, I just need to say something that I feel like sleep can be an idol. I'm sorry. I'm just going to deliver it. I don't like being bossy, but sleep can be an idol. And I know there's all the statistics, all these studies about sleep. And if you don't get this amount of sleep, then it's bad for your body. Guys, that's on the world system. That's not God's system. And if you're not getting enough sleep, but you're in a season of less sleep, you ask God to protect your body from lack of sleep and to give you energy. And he will do it. Guys, be on the heavenly system. The heavenly system is asking God for help. The heavenly system is saying, God, I didn't get very much sleep, but I know I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. Whenever I left uh, Florida, so I was there for one day and then my kid's ceiling fell in with the sewage water. And then I got on a plane the next morning. I had to get up two days in a row at 4 a.m. 4 a.m. to go from Denver to, to Florida. Had my nice one day in Florida vacation. And then the next morning, um, I... 
uh, I, I had to get up at four again and I was exhausted. I was still sick. Right. And, uh, but I said, I got in the bathtub, it was at four in the morning and I knew I was coming back here to help with my grandkids and help the kids and, and just, you know, with everything happening. And I was like, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And I said it over and over and over. And I asked the Lord for help. So don't let sleep be an idol. Ask Jesus for help. Ask him to make it up to your body, to make your body healthy and strong, that you won't eat as much, that you'll get a little nap in the middle of the day. I take a 20 minute nap sometimes, guys, and I feel great. I don't usually get a lot of sleep, but I feel great. I'm very healthy by the grace of God. And I'm just telling you guys that God will help you. Okay. So now we already talked about asking God for help. And so for me, I would get up early and I would spend time with the Lord. And I had my own quiet time basket. I would put my Bible. I would put my devotional book, which would probably be your Wise Woman Grows book. I would put note cards if I wanted to write a little note to someone. I would have I would have everything I needed. And I would put it up on the refrigerator so that whenever I got up in the morning, I just took my little quiet time basket and I would go sit and spend time with the Lord. Now, I will tell you something else that will help you is planning the night before planning the night before. So what I do, even now I lay out my workout clothes. I put those on first thing in the morning so that I will have a better chance of making it to the gym. <laughs> and I put my tea cup out. I put my tea bag in my teacup. I set my vitamins in a little bitty bowl. You know, I know what I need for my week. I plan my, my menus. I know that I have my granola. I eat this granola cereal. I'll just give it to you really quick. It's one of those, it's the best thing you'll ever have. And it keeps your cholesterol down. It's a big, one of those Quaker Oats, which by the way, did you guys know that Quaker Oats uh, is a Christian organization? Okay. They give millions of dollars away to missionaries. I only buy Quaker Oats. So Quaker Oats, old fashioned, a big tube of that. And then a cup of good oil. Like I use smart balance, a cup of maple syrup and two teaspoons of salt. And I mix it up. I, I stir it all up in my pan. You just put it in a, in like a thick pan and I, I stir it up and I bake it at uh, 325 every 30 minutes. I stir until it's brown. It's usually about an hour and 10 minutes, but I have that every week. I know that I have my cereal ready to go, but it, guys, we have to plan ahead to be an intentional mom, to be an intentional woman and to get more done. And so um, asking God to help you to plan ahead, planning ahead the night before. Make sure you have your Bible in your quiet time basket. Make sure your kids have their little quiet time basket and you're prepared in case they wake up in the morning so that if you're trying to get up in the morning, have your quiet time, you're okay, fine. They're up. Don't be mad at your kids for getting up early, guys. It's not their fault. They're kids. They are children. Children wake up early, okay? And it's just, it is what it is. God made their time clock to wake up early. And so don't be mad at your kids for getting up early. Guys, have a smile on your face when your kids wake up. Give them a hug. Guys, you want your kids to grow up and be morning persons and not hate mornings because you were grouchy because they got up, okay? And so have their little quiet time basket ready to go. Have whatever you need ready to go. And then you're going to get, you'll have better chances having your quiet time in the morning. Now, I want to tell you also some other ways to get it in because your Bible study and remember what the word says. First Thessalonians 5, 16 through 18. Rejoice always, pray continually and everything give thanks. And guys, you can pray all day long. You can ask God for help. That's the best way. I mean, I, when my grandkids were here and I had them, uh, my, my little granddaughter was acting up and I was like, I didn't know what to do. She was just tired. You know, she wasn't used to the routine of being at my house every day. And I was in my closet and I was on my knees. I'm telling you guys, I was like, 
Jesus, you have got to help me. I am being the worst grandmother in the world. You've got to help me. That's another thing I do want to tell you guys. I found that the enemy was trying to creep into my thoughts when I had my grandkids for two and a half weeks, just like he did whenever my kids were growing up. And he would say, you're the worst grandmother in the world. You're impatient. You're, you know, your granddaughter's acting up because she's not happy, blah, blah, blah. But then I asked God to help me to tune in to his voice, which says, I'm helping you. You're doing great. Keep going. Keep going. Keep going. And so guys, that's the voice you need to tune in with. But I was in my closet on my knees with my head on the carpet saying, Jesus, you have got to help me. And guys, you can pray all day long and just say those prayers. Jesus, help me. Come Holy Spirit. God, help my kids to get along. God, come into this situation. When the grandkids would start fussing, I'd say, Jesus, come into this situation. Holy Spirit, come into my house right now. You know, I was tired yesterday morning and um, I had the grandkids upstairs and I was I wanted their parents to sleep because they were still jet lagged and they were already fussing in the morning. And I was like, Jesus, come into this day. Angels, Lord, send your angels into my home. Let your peace that passes all comprehension guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus, speaking out the word of God, calling out that word of God all day long. And when your kids are starting to fuss, thank you, Jesus, that your word says how good it is that when brothers and sisters dwell together in perfect unity, Jesus, come into this situation. He wants you to talk to him all day long. And I'm telling you guys, he is near to the brokenhearted. He will draw near to you when you draw near to him. But you have to ask, okay? So talk to him all day long. And then if you don't have time to sit and read your Bible, talk to him in the shower. Okay, so my friend that has 10 kids, guess what? She has a waterproof Bible that she reads in her shower. And God knows she's busy with 10 kids. He's going to help her, right? He knows he sees her heart. God, I just want to get a scripture in. I want the living word of God because guys, the living word is what's going to change your day. The living word is what's going to give you wisdom and help and every single thing that you need. That's what's going to happen. Okay, guys. And so if you need to, whatever you need to do, listen to our devotional podcast, Help Club for Moms devotional podcast, all of our devotions. We read them there. We pray for your day. It is, I think it's the best uh, podcast out there. I just think it's amazing. And hi, Tanya. I want to get my glasses on just a second and see what all you guys are saying. But I didn't want to forget to say that. And guys, also... Um, uh, listen to the daily audio Bible when you're cleaning. The daily audio Bible is wonderful. It's an app. I listen to it all the time. I love it. And um, keep worship music on in your home all day long. I'm I don't think the devil can do his everything he wants to accomplish in your home when there's worship music going on. I've been playing. I love Alan Jackson. And uh, it has on Spotify. Uh, you can look on Spotify. And um, let me get it right here. Uh, and I downloaded it, but you can look up Alan Jackson, but I just love him because they're gospel songs. And guys, your kids need to know gospel. Like in a lot of uh, uh, like nowadays churches, they're not learning the old hymns. They're not learning the old gospel songs. And I think they need to know them. And so when my kids were growing up, I played these songs for them every, all the time. Listen to this. And I know it's country. A lot of people don't like country, but it's gospel. It's so sweet. I love Alan Jackson. He wrote it for his mama, either his mama or his grandma. He did these gospel albums for them. I just think it's so sweet. So teach your kids 
hymns, teach them songs about Jesus, worship songs, give them your favorite worship songs too, but teach them these hymns. When my kids were taking piano lessons, their teacher, by the grace of God, I prayed for a teacher. They got a a piano teacher that's a missionary. And I said, can you please let them play hymns? My daughter learned so many Christian songs. And it's really funny because she was telling me when she and her husband were, whenever like things are falling apart in their home, they sing that song, Lord have mercy, Christ have mercy. (laughs) And she's like, Lord have mercy. But you know, she learned that song on the piano when she was a kid. If your kids are in piano, let them learn to play worship songs because it will, they will stay with them all of their life. You guys. Okay. All right. Let me see what else is here. We're almost done. Um, nap time. Nap time is great time. Now, if your children stop taking naps, I highly recommend quiet time. We did quiet time with our children when they stopped taking naps and they could listen to a book on tape. Uh, they could list, they could read books. They could play with Legos as long as they were quiet, whatever it was, it was quiet. It was feet off the floor time and they would sit in their rooms. I would take a 20 minute nap or I would read my Bible and nap times are, or quiet times are very strategic times to read your Bible and nighttime. If you're a night owl girl, stay up and read your Bible at night. God loves it. Whatever you do, just do it. And then uh, pray when you're driving. You know, whenever my kids would get in the car, we would pray. As soon as they got in the car, we would pray. I would pray for their day. I'd pray for wherever they're going. I'd pray that they'd be the hands and feet of Jesus. I'd pray for supernatural protection over the kids. We put the armor of God on with our kids. My husband and I put the armor of God on every day. Do you know that? Every single day, my husband and I pray together. Helmet of salvation, breastplate of righteousness, shield of faith, sword of spear, belt of truth, and boots of peace. We put the armor on. My husband and I put it on twice a day. If we have time for a five-minute prayer, part of that five-minute prayer is putting the armor of God on. And I just think it's powerful. And then um, if you can't sleep at night, get out of bed and read your Bible. Get out of bed and read your Bible. You'll go back to sleep. You'll sleep peaceful because you've read the word. And pray with a friend. Oh, can I just say that um, praying with a friend is one of the best things you can do. I pray with friends all the time. When my grandkids were here, I was calling up all my friends. Please, can we pray? Can we please pray? I need prayer. I need help. And it always helped. Whenever I was on my way back from Florida to come here to help my kids when their sewer thing happened, I called my prayer team. I I texted my prayer team and I called a friend and people have been praying for me and praying for my kids and that everything will get fixed. And then the last thing is when you're doing your chores, if you ha- if you can listen to something, uh, maybe put one headphone in so you can listen to like the devotional apps or or the Bible app or whatever. But when you're doing your chores, God will talk to you. Just remember, he sees you, mamas. He knows what you're doing is hard. It's very lowly work taking care of children. It's very humble work. It's super important to God. In God's economy, guys, this is like taking care of a big corporation. What you're doing in your home, whether you work a full-time job or if you stay at home, it's just as important to God as what Billy Graham did. I mean, this is God does not work on the same systems that we humans do. And guys, you taking care of your children is so important to God. So don't forget. All right, I have a couple of scriptures. First uh, Chronicles 16, 11, seek the Lord and his strength. Seek the Lord and his strength um, and seek his presence continually. And then Philippians 4, 6 through 7, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be, be made known to God and the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, shall guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Okay. All right. Let me see what everybody's been saying. All right. I want to see what you guys, you guys have good ideas. 
Oh, Allie booked her flight to come to the retreat. Oh, I'm so happy. Oh, and Nikki's coming from the UK. I'm so excited. That's going to be amazing. Thank you, Stacy. Thank you. I love our templates too, Jennifer. They're so good. Uh, yep. Life is just happening to us. May the Lord help us with intentionality. Amen. Oh, I'm glad you're going to share that printable. It's a, it is a ministry to care for our kids. Amen. We pray in the car on the way to school. I love hearing my oldest pray. I love that. Nikki says she just downloaded the Bible app for kids. And uh, let's see. It's the, yep. Why is it? God wakes me up? Jennifer says, God wakes me up early mornings. I get up and read the word and always ask for physical strength. I love that. And then Jennifer says, I love the mom tip that mentioned writing a scripture card for your husband. I wrote a scripture on an index card and gave to my husband and it helped him get it through his week. It helped. Oh, it's so sweet. Allie says, sometimes in the morning I struggle because my kids wake up early. I also want to be with my husband if I'm awake. It is true. Ask God to give you energy. And uh, thank you, Nikki. And uh, Jennifer says, depending on my, my kids are, uh, depending on their age, my kids are six and under and we use listener. Oh, my kids, my grandkids love listener kids. Listener kids is so sweet. Oh, and Nikki says her boys love listener kids. And Tanya says such a good reminder to call on Jesus in the midst of everything. And Anne-Marie says, declare the peace of Jesus in your home. All right. Thank you guys. All right. We're going to pray. Share the video with your friends. Let's pray. Thank you, God, for my friends. Thank you for this time. Thank you for everybody listening to the recorded video or watching the live right now or on the podcast or on YouTube. God, we just thank you that we can be here and talk about this. Lord, I pray for every person tuning in that you will help them, Jesus, help them to be able to carve out time, give them ideas, give them the grace, help them to be patient with their kids, help them to know that you love them and that you see what they're doing and their work is very important. In Jesus' name, amen. All right. I'll see you guys next week. Thank you for watching. I love you so much. You're so sweet. You're so dear to me. I pray for you all the time. I pray that you will encounter God every time you read our studies. And I'm praying for you to come to the retreat. Get your tickets early because we're going to sell out. I hate it, but we need to get a bigger venue. So yeah, so make sure you come. Okay, love you. Goodbye.